We are testing for season two and the chair I'm sitting at is so squeaky. Okay. to season dos of starring cupid starring me it's your boy zamadarix nothing more nothing less from the east not the west back from my rest ah see that we're back like we never left back like um, guys i will be honest the break was refreshing but i did miss doing things like this you know what I mean? Like, um, sometimes content creating makes me quite anxious and I'll like have to do something and I'll just spend every single hour, every minute worrying about this thing. And then when I'm not doing anything, when I'm not creating anything, I feel like I'm not having fun or I, okay, I am, I'm having fun, but it's just like, ugh, what else? What else is there to life, you know? So I'm really glad. I'm really glad. Way English. Let's try that again. I'm really glad to be back. I'm so happy to be back. Um, I have been secretly working though by watching a lot of stuff. I mean, like I've been watching TV shows. I've been watching a lot of movies, and that's that's significant for me. Like. I do enjoy watching movies, but I used to watch a movie every two days because like life and like school gets in the way. Now I'm clocking maybe two and a half a day. Like I'm burning through things and it's great. I love this for me. The beauty of school and the, the beauty of school being over and being bored is that I get to crush it. When it comes to binge watching stuff i'm still taking my time i'm still going as slow as i am but i'm really <laughs> i'm going beyond a level i thought i'd never go beyond you know what i mean you know what i mean or maybe that's just very dramatic anyway luckily for you my dear lovers that means i have more shit to talk about which means y'all are gonna get so many episodes out of me if i still have the power to do this in like a month we cross our fingers today we're talking about a show that literally took over social media in 2019 and the romance between the two lead characters of the show rue and jules from hbo's euphoria there was a point last year when everyone was talking about this show and i I wanted to watch it so badly, but the content, guys. I watched. I watched after all the episodes were out, and even then, I didn't binge watch it. Like I took it in bits and pieces. But still, I after watching it, I understood all the hype. I understood the praise. There's so much to say about the show, and particularly this couple. So without further ado, let's get into the complex journey of rules 
The series was created by Sam Levinson in 2019. He's also the writer for the show and he directed a few episodes. I must admit, I don't know much about Levinson outside of Euphoria. He he directed a movie called Assassination Nation and I remember seeing it on, I think, box office. And if I recall correctly, it sounded very interesting to me when I saw when I saw the like synopsis on thing. So hopefully one day I'll, I'll watch that and then I'll give you guys like a broader view on his work. But yeah, based on my limit my limited knowledge, I rate Levinson is good at his job. What he did for this show is bloody bloody brilliant. Um. This show has a wonderful crew on board, cast on board. Every like things snap, everything snap slaps in the show. Well, not everything, but like you know, it's 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 really really great. The music scores dope, thanks to the creative mind of Labyrinth. The makeup department is giving us impressive looks every single episode. The costume department is deser- is delivering us fits. The cinematography is bananas. I honestly could go on. Everyone came together and put their best foot forward. And there's a lot of Emmy nominations coming their way. And I hope everyone gets recognized or everybody gets um, the praise and the acknowledgement that they deserve. Because this is a very well done show. But also, wait, HBO... What's an HBO show? That's bad. Don't answer that question. That's rhetorical. Moving on to our cast, we have... <sighs> wow, okay, but I have to start off by saying I love these two actresses so much. I love these two so much. I truly adore them. We have Zendaya as Rue, our lead, like lead character like she is the reason why this show is a thing and she's also she also acts as the show's narrator i'm using today from her shake it up days on disney and even then i thought she was so cool don't know what to say about the other one but like she was so cool to me when i was young um and then she was in greatest showman casey undercover spider-man homecoming spider-man far from home and there's like more there's so much more on the way for her and i want to watch every single thing i want to see all of it because i genuinely do like her i love zendaya um one could say i am a fan of everything she does tv screen fashion existence you know, you know, she really she really just does it for me. And I think it's like safe to say that she really shone and she really came through with this role as Rue. Um okay, well for me at least. I'm not gonna say speak for other people. For me it, she did really well. This was a different side of her and I really enjoyed watching her in this. I felt sad for her half the time, but I, I really enjoyed watching this for her with her. Then we have Hunter Schaefer as Jules, the love interest and other lead character. Um, this is 
Hunter's first acting role, so I don't have anything to refer back to. But I do love her. I like I might equally love her. Um, Hunter brings me great joy when she's on screen. Every time she's on screen, she just looks like a bundle of happiness. She's so cute. Oh my goodness. Um, and but then she, when it comes to like the emotional and the hectic things, she also brings that to the screen. Like she's not. She's not bad at playing both, which is why I was I was I was shocked when I heard that this was her first like proper acting role. I can't wait to see her in other things and other projects. Love, love Hunter. Honorable mentions on this cast is tricky. There are a lot of honorable people to mention and also in the span of the eight of the eight episodes that they have, there's a lot of people and yeah, people, they're great. Um, we have Angus Cloud, who plays Fez, and he is what I would like to describe as strangely adorable. I say strangely because when they write about drug dealers and, like, scripts and stuff, they don't, they don't intend or they don't try to make that person, that drag dealer, like, adorable or, like, lovable. And I think that kind of makes Fez more adorable because on top of his just general niceness, he he goes above and beyond. And I also think he's just convincing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like Jacob Elordi's acting in this. He plays that Pawn scum we know as Nate Jacobs. <sighs> Guys, yo, I despise the character. Like, I hate Nate Jacobs. But I like how Alodi is making it easy to hate him. I think good villains come from great acting and great writing. So I guess I do like Jacob Alodi. I just hate Nate Jacobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other honorable mentions. Alexa Demi, who plays Maddie. Sydney Sweeney, Sweeney, who plays um, Cassie. Maud Apatow, that plays um, Lexi, if I'm not mistaken. All great. Um, those episodes with um, Coleman Domingo, I think his name is Ali in the show. He meets Rue at rehab. When he, whenever he's in the thing, when he, whenever he was in the episode, I would enjoy him when he was there. So shout out to Coleman Domingo, even though he was there for like two, three episodes. Loved him. All honorable. I, if I didn't mention someone you like, I'm so sorry. The series is long, and also this is my show. <laughs> Hopefully, so far I haven't spoiled too much, but in case you are a person that has never seen anything to do with euphoria or you're wondering what it's about here's a quick summary this show focuses on a group of teenagers partially narrated by rue and these teenagers are dealing with the growing pains of high school toxic relationships and drug use rue has just gotten back from her time at rehab and jules is the new girl in town Somewhere in the middle of the chaos happening around them, Rue and Jules fall for one another. 
if you have not seen this show and you like shows that are quite dramatic but also well done or like well produced and stuff like that you should watch it if you're a person that likes hbo shows i think you might enjoy it so try it out that's my suggestion to you try it out if you don't like it that's fine i'm i'm not i don't i don't think it's a train smash if you don't like it like yeah but try it out that's my suggestion again i watched this show last year so it's been a while it's been a couple of months um i'm going to try and not speak too heavily on like the plot or the external things happening because this episode will be super long and i like i like a lot of like knowledge to support what i'm saying because i can't refer back to like episodes you know so yeah you just we're just getting the i want to i want to say we're getting the skeleton of rules because there's so much that's going on in their individual lives you have to watch to understand also some plot points are significantly heavier than others i'm going to try my very best to swerve the heavy parts only because i'm not trying to make people sad i'm not trying to make i'm not trying to remind people about bad things but i'm also trying to be truthful when i'm talking about these two people that being said let's get into the episode um it's rules when i get to this part of the episode i always like to start off by asking myself what do you like about this pairing and for this episode i had to think about that a lot the reason being is that I'm on the fence when it comes to rules. A, I don't know. I don't hate them, but I don't fully, 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 fully support it. Um, when I watched this, I made sure to avoid all the spoilers online and I ignored any episode discussions until I was done because I wanted to watch this and experience this like a person that has never seen it and i did that i was honestly not expecting them to fall in love in the beginning like those first two two episodes i didn't i didn't see it coming i don't know how i did it but i didn't their relationship for me wasn't on the path to romantic until it was so i was a little bit shook when they kissed and they put the relationship stamp on themselves but i do i do like how they found each other and how they they started off as friends the friends to lovers trope that they use in like romantic things is like bearable i can enjoy it and also realistically it kind of makes sense that if you hang out with someone if you spend time with someone even when it's in a platonic manner, it's possible for romantic feelings to bloom. So I think that's why I like the friends to love is trope because it feels like one of the most realistic tropes in romance things. And and sometimes a lot of a lot of relationships 
work out when there's that initial relationship or pairing to work up from to build from i understand that that's not how everyone's stories end but it, it works we know that it can work in movies and series they handle this friends to love to love a storyline in i would say a weird way they make it sort of obvious that this thing is going to happen but they make us wait for it painstakingly our producer sam is very anti the whole will they won't they thing and i think when they use the friends to lovers trope they 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 lean on the will they won't they for such a long time or this other thing that they'll do is the friends will hook up very early and then feelings will get muddled throughout the film and then they'll push through all of it because that's what like friends are always meant to be you know they'll like they will make they'll make themselves yeah they'll make themselves get into these things because it's like oh well we're already here and this is what friends are supposed like if friends are together then like surely it's bulletproof i don't know they do weird things they do snacks things Euphoria writers said, nah, we're not going to do that. And they gave us rules. And in the beginning of this relationship, it looked very promising to me because everything was going well. They were, do- they were doing very well. Rue was doing a lot better. And Jules had someone who really liked her and was um, very into her. And I really liked that for both of them. They were doing great. Things weren't perfect. I will say, but they were promising. My first strike was when Rue started getting a little co-dependent. Oh, maybe just like very dependent, yeah. But considering considering what was happening in her life, I understand her desire to want to be better for Jules. That's fine. The problem came in when Rue was relying on this relationship to stay clean because that's such a dangerous thing to do people are people and you can't always trust people you can't always put your hopes and like your goals in people because people people will just get up and go people will just wake up one morning and just bounce and there's nothing you can do about it the irony of that statement is that we have to trust people every day. And like in love, you have to trust the person that you're in love with. And that's just like a double-edged sword now because everyone's getting hurt. But you know what? It's fine. I think it's fine. Not in this case, but it's fine. It felt great to see Rue happy and in love, but it was equally scary because we we as the audience i say we i mean me we as the audience we fear what would happen if that love left her like what would be what would ha- what would become of through if the thing keeping her clean or the thing keeping her on track just suddenly left and she already had those issues 
of like people that she loves or like people that she cares for deeply just like leaving her life we're just looking out for her as the audience the way um mr domingo did when he was on the show when he was um kind of mentoring rue after them their meetings he also had this concern i'm not trying to to be too harsh on her because i know her story thanks to the show and like fictionally speaking fictionally speaking i know her story and my girl is going through it she's going through a lot i i understand why she's why she's not making the best decisions but i i i was so scared for her because this is such this was such a tricky Thing, which brings me to Jules, who she's equally going through it. Oh my goodness, she's going through so much. My poor baby. I love Jules. Like I said, she's a bright ball of sunshine, and then she's like this soft baby otter these other times. Like she doesn't deserve pain. Like no one deserves pain, but she doesn't deserve pain. Oh my goodness, Jules. I want to crawl into my screen and defend her sometimes. I want to defend her from Nate. <sighs> Side rant. I'm sorry. Nate is evil. Yeah, he's evil. Sometimes it feels like the internet is, doesn't say it enough for me. Every character makes some poor decisions in season one. And thanks to like Rue's narration and like their background story, background stories, we can like kind of not excuse, but we can understand why they're making those poor decisions. Like kind of get it. But Nate is evil. He's doing way too much. I hate him so much. Ugh. Anyway, back to Jules. Jules would be a lovely girlfriend to Rue if the circumstances were different. She complements her personality well and can be quite supportive when Rue needs it. All like these other qualities that make her a very good girlfriend, but those were like the biggest ones for me. Unfortunately, I don't think they should be together at the present time in the timeline of the show. Like that. They should, it's a bad time. Since this is only the first season, I can't predict what can happen. And I might come back to this and see that they fixed things up. They fixed up the stories. But as the situation stands at this moment, I think no. As in no, this shouldn't be a thing right now. Only because of the terrible things that are currently happening in both of their lives, their individual lives, there's only so much they can do for each other. Jules can't even tell Rue about what's going on, but there's only so much they can do for each other. And it's not helping if they are romantically involved because then they're just like struggling and trying to get through the day but now they must also be this person that is very heavily involved with someone else and that takes your emotions that takes your time it's possible but 
the way things played out, it shows that some things are a bit too hectic to just like power through. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, I have like a tiny microscopic note on rules. I like how Jules is very understanding of Rue when things get dark for her. I can't recall if she ever said it verbally, but it seems like Jules knows exactly what to say and do with Rue. That's really important when your partner has um, disorders or like illnesses like anxiety or depression all those things like that it's very it's very important to kind of know what you should do or well some people a lot of us don't know but even if you don't know you're trying and i, th- I think jules is always trying and i really appreciate about that about her fingers crossed that season two starts with nate being buried in a forest so that rules can go back to being happier because i think they can be happier i think it's possible i think it's it's what we deserve it's what they deserve so yeah um rules rules is on the fence until season two maybe we'll come back and we'll eat our words but still love them love the girls It's time again for my highlights and lowlights. You know how it is. Um, my likes. It would be absolutely useless to put out this episode if I didn't mention how much I like the music. Oh my god, the music. It's amazing. It gives this authentic, modern high school feel, but it's like cool and it doesn't feel like it was a bunch of adults sitting around in a room trying to guess what do the kids like these days you know thank you hbo budget for that wonderful music the first episode when they mixed hold hold up with the sample in the intro thing i literally i think that's the thing that made me go yeah i'm gonna watch this show i'm gonna watch this show half brilliant but what they do with the music on it is brilliant again shout out to labyrinth did a great job um i really like the way they're doing rue's narration and her little like side sketches i thought it would annoy me at some point but because sometimes narration is very bad like people do it very badly they'll they'll narrate and like try to act at the same time which is always odd for me because it's like you're not doing it there's no physicality to the acting so i'm like anyway yeah but when she does it i just feel very involved i feel like i'm in everyone's head so yeah her her narrations are really great her sketches my favorite side sketch is when she becomes detective bennett with lexi that was a hilarious time. Also, Lexi. How, guys? Lexi. I like her a lot. I want more of her. She must be in more things. Yeah. Um, last season, I mentioned how Moonlight felt like a cinematic painting. 
sometimes euphoria feels like that like the art is very high schooly very generation z but it's art nonetheless and that's a great thanks to um the music the cinematography and the lighting and the makeup and everything just working seamlessly together everything that they everything is working hand in hand to tell the story and to paint this beautiful painting um oh my goodness there are some slow motion sequences in here that are fucking brilliant like it'll be sh- oh my word oh my goodness this is such a beautiful show like if you look outside of the plot if you look outside the story and everything it's just wonderful to watch yeah it's a television painting i love it my dislikes wait guys once again fuck nick jacobs yo he's a horrid teenage boy i have nothing further to add to that that's just it hate him um another thing i didn't like there's something about Kat's story that I don't like. Mm, it just doesn't sit well with me in my spirit. As a fat black woman, something about her story just doesn't... Mm. I enjoyed the first half when she was getting to that cocky, self-assured, alter-ego persona. She's getting coined. I liked that part. Once she reached that point... It would have been cool if the story swerved away from her love life or like her yeah her love life like those like things that people attach to fat women's transformation like i wish she transformed got the boy she got at the end or spent her days freelancing like i don't like that it became part of part of the whole story for the whole season now I don't know. It would have been so cool to see a fat girl whose self-love journey has absolutely nothing to do with romantic love. You know, maybe I'm asking for too much. I always say this, but it would just be nice. That's, That's all I'm asking. Lastly, and this goes without saying, and I think the internet says it almost every day, I would like to humbly request for some representation. Before you say, how about Zendaya? Remind yourself that representation isn't one black woman who only sees black women when she goes home. That. Yeah, guys. No. No. We need way more. Season two has to do better. Just more. Literally, all I'm, I'm not even asking for you to write in new people. She could just have friends, guys. We just need more. Dark skinned women are also teenagers at high school. Black men are also teenagers at high school. Girl, the list is endless. Just just give us more representation. It will cost you nothing. Please, help me. We've reached the end of the show. And it's time for the first official battle of who's your fave on season two. I've realized that I've said season two way more times than any person has ever said season two. I hope you guys aren't taking a shot every time I say season two. I wanted to be lazy this week 
and I want and use the other romantic pairings on the show. But it's actually not laziness. I genuinely want to hear how you guys feel about these couples because I have feelings about them. Obviously, any couple that includes Nate Jacobs is disqualified because fuck Nate Jacobs. <sighs> so we have other couples to talk about. In this corner, we have Cassie and McKay versus Kat and Ethan, that boy that she ends up with who was in my class and stuff, that guy. His name's Ethan, if you didn't know. Um, personally, I have issues with McKay and I believe that Cassie can do much better. For example, me. <laughs> like, me. But anyway, that's not part of the battle. That's bias. That's not what this is about. You are the viewers. You make the decisions. Um, so hit us up. We're going to put the poll up under the tweet as always. I promise I will do this on time. Um, I wanted to do something with you guys with who's your favorite. So check out for that. I'll be tweeting and doing stuff like that. And that's it for the first episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us. I am so excited for what we have in store for you guys. We have so much to speak about. I've already drafted the list of all the thing, all the couples that we have. And it's taking all my willpower not to drop the entire catalog on you guys. Because I like surprises. I, well, I like surprising people. I hate surprises personally. So just look out for that every every friday and every sunday we'll always give you like hints we'll always drop who's coming up next check out for your faves listen for your faves thank you to everyone who's been listening to me by the way during the break i would like constantly check out numbers and you guys were really listening to us and i appreciate that so much we've surpassed 200 plays which means that there's a very specific bonus episode coming your way one of these days. Yo, guys, don't make bets. Don't don't make bets that would require you to do work because when you lose, yeah. So look out for that bonus episode. It will come. It will be coming soon. I promise. Until then, lots of love and light to you lovers.